Terry and Jesse show. Some people say it stands for truth and justice. <laughs> Some people say it stands for TJ Totally Jesus. Amen. Whatever it stands for, we're High Energy Catholic Blue Collar Radio. Yep. We invite you to this holy hour of power, and we promise you that we're going to give you nothing but Roman Catholicism and common sense and natural law given to you in an evangelical style. I'm reporting for duty. Yes, I'm reporting for duty. And I'd like to say that, too, that we uh, we say this. Jesse says he's the, the Latin lover of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I say I'm the Lebanese lover of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because that's why we show up every, every day here to share the, lo- the love of Jesus Christ with you. Today, again, Jess, this week we had some tough shows to do. Another one is scandalous, okay? Archbishop Foley told us scandal is one of the big obstacles in regards to evangelization. Well, the Catholic bishops in Belgium published a blessing ceremony for same-sex couples, you know, homosexual couples. Now, this is like, they've probably been doing this for years, but now it's on their website. We're going to talk about that, but I want to give you some hope also, because these guys need our prayers. I'd like to also just give you a good thought that the pro-life German bishop calls on society to view abortion from the victim's perspective. He's one of the few bishops in Germany who really sees uh, orthodoxy of our Catholic faith. And then, of course, our very own Archbishop Joseph Strickland uh, last week calls for a choir of bishops to defend the Catholic faith from false teachings from within. And I'm telling you, uh, we know there's a battle on our hands. And Jess, we've got Church Militant coming in on the fourth segment to give us an update on the news. I got one good news story. West Virginia governor Hey, he's expected to sign a pro-life bill banning most abortions. Lots of these states, almost seems like every week we're getting one more state to put legislation in to protect the unborn. And I just want to say, keep the heat on our government officials. Absolutely. Terry, the month of uh, September mm-hmm. yep. is a month devoted to Our Lady of Sorrows. Our Lady of Sorrows is a devotion given to mm-hmm. us by St. Bridget of Sweden. She yep. passed away in 1373. Oh, boy. During this month, devoted to Our Lady of Sorrows, we're invited to console the sorrowful heart of Mary yep. and to unite our sufferings to hers, and by doing so, to receive beautiful graces of consolation and strength. Also, we have entered into the nine-day novena to St. Michael the Archangel, which ends on the 29th of this month. Right. It started yesterday. Nine days of prayer to St. Michael the Archangel and the other archangels, uh, this is an important time. We've got elections coming up. We've got confusion in the church, like in Belgium, like in Germany, oh, yeah. and other places. Oh, yeah. So uh, uh, it's it's a time right now to step up our prayer life to Our Lady of Sorrows. Step up our prayer. I mean, yesterday, I even did the 15 promises of St. Bridget of Sweden. You know, I just said, hey, I got some, I got time to pray so, some extra prayers. So I prayed those Good. beautiful prayers, the 15 promises of St. Bridget of Sweden. And I also included yesterday a nine-day novena to St. Michael. It's called the St. Michael uh, chaplet. Uh, it's a beautiful, uh, it's a beautiful chaplet to St. Michael invoking all the, the, the power of all the angels to come and protect us. So, uh, Terry. Awesome. Uh, Jess, hey, you get any, you get any other good news stories, Jess? Well, when, when I, when good I do the exegesis, file. today I want to do the exegesis of the first reading after you're done with you. If you've got some, well, I got one stories? more thing. I just yeah. want to remind everybody. We talked about the amazing, uh, death rate uh, in America and throughout the world because of COVID-19. I just found another one uh, from Epic Times. I like the Epic Times and I'll endorse them. 
Uh, young adult dying in record numbers. Uh, yeah, and it's uh, talking about uh, uh, young people who are dying after taking the vaccine. Sudden deaths of athletes. Uh, we talked about that once before. Unexpected excess deaths uh, outstrip COVID-19 deaths in England. Wow. Uh, 20,000 comment links, health problems, death to COVID-19 vaccines. Jesse, we talked about this over and over again, but now the statistics two years later are showing how many people died because of the vaccine, not because of COVID. I just want to say, look into that and thank God you didn't take the vaccine. That's all I can say. And if you did, you know, I'm sorry you did. And I hope and pray you don't have medical problems in the years to come, but don't be surprised if you do. All right, Jess, let's get some uh, good news stories yeah, from, right from the gospel. Men- mention one more thing. Sure. Is, uh, there's a Harvard poll just came out. Yes. And it says that Biden's attacks on MAGA Republicans are yeah. falling flat. Excellent. Excellent. In other words, more voters are concerned about the socialist left than about MAGA Republicans. So, you know, the way Biden's declared war on conservatives, patriots, and people of faith, uh, it's not boding well in the polls for him, Terry. People aren't worried about MAGA Republicans. People are worried, by and large, about the socialist left. So that's good news for us. Biden's, uh, his speeches are just basically falling uh, on flat ears. Well, he's trying to distract people from what's actually happening that's bad, like inflation, the economy, interest rates, uh, just a whole bunch of things that are going bad and going south. But let's get some good news stories. Actually, good news, which is soul food, the gospel. You got it. Terry, I'm going to do the first reading today. Excellent. Because I'm going to give a little catechesis. I love that reading. There's a, yeah, there's a lot of error yeah. being promoted in Catholic circles. Big time. Uh, and so this is going to set the record straight. First of all, what am I talking about? There are some conferences that I've seen, some actually some big ones in California, mm-hmm. where you can actually take workshops on how to speak in tongues. Well, guess what? That's not biblical. We're going to see what the Bible says about the gift of tongues and other gifts. They're gifts that God gives you. You don't take a workshop on how to speak in tongues or how to, you know, conjure, manufacture the gift of prophecy. Yeah. And again, there are conferences around this country that teach workshops on this, the extraordinary gifts. And by the way, the Council of Trent says that nobody can merit the extraordinary gifts of the Holy Spirit. So having said that, let me read today's first reading and and, uh, give some teaching on this. Brothers and sisters, I, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to live in a manner worthy of the call you have received with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another through love, striving to preserve the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. One body, one spirit, as you were also called to the one hope of your call, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. But grace was given to each of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. Notice that verse right there. Yes. But grace was given to each of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. And he gave some as apostles, others as prophets, others as evangelists, others as pastors and teachers, to equip the holy ones, that's the the assembly, that's the body, for the work of the ministry, for building up of the body of Christ 
until we all attain to the, universe, to the unity of faith and knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the extent of the full stature of Christ, the word of the Lord, thanks, thanks be to God. God. Then I also want to share 1 Corinthians 12.30, which, which the Bible says, And if God has appointed in the church first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then workers of miracles, then healers, helpers, administrators, speakers in various kinds of tongues, are all apostles? It's a rhetorical question. The answer is no. Are all prophets? That's a rhetorical question. The answer is no. Are all teachers? No. Do all work miracles? No. Do all possess gifts of healing? No. Do all speak with tongues? No. Do all interpret tongues? No. But earnestly desire the higher gifts, and I will, sh and I will show you a still more excellent way. Why do I say this? Because there are people that have good intentions, but they just have poor formation. Yep. They'll say, they'll put up a flyer, come on Tuesday nights, and Susan from Parish Council in the parish basement, she will give you a course on how to speak in tongues. Yep. That's not biblical. As I showed you from Ephesians chapter 4 and 1 Corinthians chapter 12, the extraordinary gifts, you can't get them by going to the parish basement to a seminar on Tuesday or Wednesday night from, by Susan from Parish Council. They are gifts given by God to whom he wills. And not everybody has these gifts. God selects who he's going to give these gifts and when he's going to give them. And so I just say this, Terry, because sure. once again, there's a lot of good Catholics that oftentimes take this seminar, this other seminar oh, yeah. on how to how to receive this, the, the extraordinary gifts of the Holy Spirit. Guess what? There's nothing you can do to merit them, Terry. They're gifts from God. You can't take a seminar to receive them. Amen. Let's bring the smartest guy into the room real quick. Archbishop Fulton Sheen. Oh, Sheen ahead. He's got St. Robert Bellerman with Bishop Sheen on this train. They're talking about love. One of the, what is love? He says, love, this is Robert Bellerman to Sheen. Love is a marvelous and heavenly thing. It never tires. It never thinks that it has done enough. Just can that, re that relates to me, I think to you also, your love for Christ. It never tires. And that means in season and out, you've been through a heck of a lot this summer with your health, but your love for Jesus Christ, is it a fair statement that's intensified through this? That's the only thing that sustains me. There you go. <laughs> that's the only thing that sustains me is because, uh, as, as the book of Revelation says, mm -hmm. that Jesus Christ is our first love. Amen. And the only way you as a Catholic can start tracking towards heaven, that narrow path, is you must return to that first love spoken of in the book of Revelation, Jesus Christ. Amen. When we come back and try to check tech, we'll talk about the Catholic bishops in Belgium publishing a blessing ceremony for same-sex couples. Boy, reparation atonement for those men. We want them to get to heaven. Stay with us, family. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. Tisk, Unbelievable. Tisk, tisk. Yeah, really. The Catholic bishops in Belgium 
publish a blessing ceremony for same-sex <laughs> couples, mm -hmm. which means that we as Catholics around the world should be praying for the mercy Amen. of God in the face of this scandalous initiative. And let's just hope God doesn't send us a flood any day soon now. The Catholic bishops of Flanders, the Dutch-speaking part of Belgium, yep. published a document this Tuesday in favor of pastoral closeness <laughs> to homosexual persons, including suggestions for a public church blessing of same-sex couples. This is likely the first time, did you hear that? Yeah. The first time worldwide that a group of bishops has officially green-lighted such a public ceremony of blessing for a homosexual union as such in direct contradiction to last year's ban of such liturgy, liturgies by the Congregation of the Doctrine of the Faith. And by the way, they're not even uh, you know, uber-Orthodox right now, and even the CDF right now is still holding the line. Yep. The announcement of the initiative on the website of the Catholic Church in Belgium expressly refers to Pope Francis and Amoris Letitiae oh, yeah. we use that all the time. as the source of the bishop's desire mm -hmm. to give a concrete response and fulfillment to the desire to give explicit attention in policy making to the situation of homosexual persons, their parents, and their families. Here's my comment. So the Belgian bishop's justification and their authority to publish their Belgian pro-homo document is Amoris Letitiae. Yeah. This is what happens, Terry, when a pope changes the church's teaching yep. on who can receive Holy Communion. Of course. The Belgian bishops, all they did, they just took advantage, mm -hmm. and they, they just took this uh, papal document to justify their heterodox practice. That's all they did. Yeah. Jess, let me jump in and say, why don't we uh, have a pastoral closeness to fornicators, a pastoral closeness to adulterers? See... The thing about it is they're looking at objective sin. Objectively, this kind of action is serious sin. And what they're trying to uh, do is thinking that they're, they're acting in merciful way of saying, oh, well, we've got to let these people know they're, they're, they, they're welcomed here. And who am I to judge? I don't know where they got that one from. Yes, I, I do, from the Pope. And my point to you is this is undermining church teaching of the perennial teachings of the church. And you know what it's bringing too, Jess? It's bringing a lot of confusion. And I think that's why Bishop Strickland and other bishops are coming out and, and calling on the Pope to say, look, man, you're, you're undermining the faith. You're called to confirm us in our faith. And this is the kind of fruit that comes from Amoris Laetitia. There, more bishops are going to use this and say, well, you know, hey, if that works on... These principles of that letter, I had a good Monsignor who was a Vatican diplomat tell me this. He said, you know what, if you apply this Amoris Letitia to every other mortal sin, then we don't have any mortal sins anymore. I thought, yeah. what? But that's, that's how serious this matter is, Jess. Continue. Yeah, Terry, the Belgian bishops have been a problem. I'll yeah. tell you why. Oh, yeah, from early I, days. I, I, I read, I read uh, on... Uh, on a, when you when you do the research on communion in the hand, yeah. you'll find that the Belgian bishops they were one of the first ones oh, yeah. that began define Pope John Paul II, and they kept receiving Holy Communion in the hand. That was Paul the though, Sixth. They yeah, they, he, he, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the practice? No, it wasn't. And the they practice. were they, they were defined the popes. That's right. There's also a very famous Belgian bishop by the name of Cardinal Swenens. Oh yeah 
who he was in the ear of Pope Paul VI, and he was telling him to lift the ban on contraception. Yeah. He was he was in his ear. You've got to catch up with the times. You've <laughs> got to lift the ban on contraception. By the way, Terry, us, yes. he's one of the probably the iconic figures in the Catholic charismatic renewal. All the wow. leaders of the charismatic renewal, they quote, Cardinal Swenens, Cardinal Swenens. This man was trying to get contraception legalized back in the late 60s and early 70s. But going back to the to the article, yes. it says the document and suggestions for the procedure of the ceremony were published on the website of the Belgian Bishops' Conference. Official website, I know. Together Scandal. with news that the Flemish bishops have set up a contact point named, here it is, homosexuality and faith within the interdiocesan service for pastoral care for families. The said contact has been placed under the authority of Willie Bombeck, the spokesman of the Catholic Education Service of Flanders <laughs> from 1999 to 2017. This is brutal. Yeah. A further statement on the bishop's website notes that, the, that as he served as a coordinator of the Homosexuality and Faith Working Group since early 2021, where the mandate from the Flemish bishops between 2018 and 2022, um, Willie Bombeck researched the place of Catholic LGBT and their parents within the Catholic Church. The working group has now become a part of the Belgian Church institutions in its own right. Terry, all I can say is this is part of the great apostasy. Yes, it has to be. Mentioned by St. Paul that will come before the Antichrist. <laughs> now, now, here's something about Willie Bombeck, Terry. Yes. Willie Bombeck, yeah, this is the brutal. spokesman of the uh, Catholic Education Service of Flanders, yeah. who called the initiative groundbreaking in an interview with the Flemish media called VRT. Uh, he said, I myself am a believer and homosexual. And gay. Yeah, I know. As a, he said, that is why the bishops asked me to take up this this assignment. I think it is important that the church specifically wanted an LGBT believer in this post. Unbelievable. Close quote. Drop the mic. I cannot believe what I just read. Yeah, but you right see, now. they're coming out like this because they know nothing's going to ha bad happen to them. And you know, Jesse, you talk about apostasy with, with Scripture. I also think, like I said about Fatima, is a Paul VI said is a reaffirmation of the gospel. Our Lady of Fatima, the third secret that wasn't released in 1960, Jess, you know it, I know it. We've researched it. All this stuff was going on behind the scenes. And I believe that the third secret of Fatima is uh, talking about the great apostasy. And we're yeah. living in those times. That's my Now, I could be wrong. No, but that's what a lot of, a lot of Fatima it. experts like Sochi, yeah. uh, Tassati, yeah. a lot of bishops, yeah. uh, a lot of very respected people, Terry, that's their position that the reason it was not unveiled entirely yeah. is because it would have just scandalized the late, especially the, 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 the people that are weak in faith. If they would have told them that we've now entered into the time spoken of by St. Paul of the Great Apostasy, that's what the Fatima experts believe uh, is the unmentioned part of the third secret. Can I just say one thing, just this, that... Yeah. I believe they made a big mistake in 1960 not releasing it for those reasons because, you know, it's a bigger scandal right now, what's happening in the church today. You see, I think we had to nip it in the bud. 
I think we have to call it for what it is. And as Bishop Strickland said, calling for a choir, a course of bishops to defend the faith and point out these errors in these brother bishops and also correct them out of fraternal love. But Jesse, I, I have to laugh. Bishop Strickland yesterday told me about a friend of his. They gave him an examination of conscience, new, and it said, never admonish the sinner. <laughs> that was part of their, this is how bad their people are being uh, mal malformed. What do you mean, never admonish a well, sinner? Th that goes against the spiritual of works. Of course of it does, Jesse. But this is being published by Catholic publishing houses. And like I said, enough's enough. Let's, go, let's call these guys out. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, it, yeah Terry, they must be, as St. Paul says in Galatians 2.11, yeah. resisted to the face. I agree. They must be resisted. And, and we're going to get in trouble faith. saying that too, Jesse, but I don't care. Well, I just quote a scripture. I mean, if I'm going to get in trouble for quoting scripture. Good for you. Yeah, then I'll take it. Yeah. It says, regarding the blessing for same-sex couples, yes. that the bishop's document is openly promoting, yep, Bombeck, a homosexual, a homosexual yep. commented, the church felt there should be something for LGBTI they're always put in an extra vowel. Did you put in more in the vowel? For LGBTI people of faith alongside church marriage. Oh my Often this was already happening at the local level. Yep. But people did not really know how. They did not have a proper uh, a proper forum for it. Now the church provides a kind of structure that can serve for such a blessing. A commitment to sustainability <laughs> and fidelity. Give me a break. That can be expressed within the church. For many LGBT people, this is important. That they can celebrate the relationship within the church. And that this relationship is blessed before God. Wow. These are bishops that are saying that sodomy is, is they're going to bless sodomy yeah, see, before that's God. These bishops, Terry, are jumping over the trap door of hell. I don't know. Yeah, well, you know, exactly. These are men who uh, supposedly are supposed to protect the chickens, which are us, and they're foxes, and they're inside the chicken coop, telling people that we're going to bless uh, mortal sin, okay, objective mortal sin. They, these guys need your prayers and sacrifices because I objectively, Jesse, I can't, I'm not the judge. When they get their exit interview, Jesus Christ, like everyone, he will judge them. But much has been given, much is expected. These are successors of the apostles who have failed the, the church. Terry, I'm going to tell you these uh, Belgian bishops, I'm just going to be quite honest. What they're promoting is anti-God, anti-church, anti-life. And remember, to be anti-life is to be anti-Christ. Yes. Because Christ is life. So if you're anti-Christ, you're anti-life. Sodomy is anti-life. These Belgian bishops, they've embraced and manifested an anti-Christ spirit, okay. which makes them demonic. Exactly. You called it, Jess. And to say that, Jesse, that is hard to have to say that about a successor of the apostle. But you know what, Jesse? We had Judas, didn't we? Yes, we did. He was a successor. So don't mm -hmm. think we can't have Judases. These men... Now, you can say, Terry, you're calling these guys Judases. You know why, Jesse, I'm calling them Judases? Because they're denying Jesus Christ's teaching. That's why. Terry, and also notice a lot of the things that they're trying to teach. Yeah. These Belgian bishops, German bishops, Buenos Aires bishops, and all these, many other. They're teaching worldliness. Yep. And the Bible says that worldliness comes from the devil. 
in James 3.14, it says, it says, this wisdom is talking about the world's wisdom. This wisdom is, is not such as comes down from above from heaven, but is an earthly wisdom, unspiritual, devilish. Wow. So this, this, the Belgian bishops, the German bishops, Buenos Aires bishops, and many others, this whole trying to change the church's doctrine, the Bible says this is devilish wisdom. They're, they're trying to couch mortal sin, Terry, using church language. That's devilish wisdom. Yeah, I hate to have to say it, Jesse, but uh, we're living in those times, and this is why I tell everybody, stick to the perennial teachings of the church. Get your catechism out. Look these things up. This isn't just Romero's opinion or my opinion. It's Christ and his church official teachings. Mortal sin is mortal sin. Stay with us, family. We'll be right back with more on the Terry and Jesse Show. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. We're talking about the Belgian bishop. <laughs> They've written a document, a actually a blessing for a home so-called homosexual marriage. Yes. And uh, it says, the bishop's document, the Belgian bishop's document, clarified that the blessing should not be mistaken for a church wedding. Bombeck, who's a, a lay homosexual who's in charge of this whole, this whole program, explained, quote, After all, we are simply in a church tradition where the word marriage is restricted to the relationship between husband and wife. The blessing totally has the same value, but from the church tradition, they cannot call it marriage. Yet it is very groundbreaking that from within the church we can have a prayer service and a blessing for LGBT relationships. No, we can't, Terry. I know, Jesse, this is sinful, and let's just call it for what it is. This guy's saying, oh, the tradition. Like, you know, we have a tradition <laughs> that we wear uh, certain shirts on when on Wednesdays. You know, but we could change that. See, he's he, this this guy is, uh, I mean, I, I pray for him because he's bought the Kool-Aid, okay? And the Kool-Aid that sin is okay, and we can bless objective sin. We can't. So continue. It says, whether the blessing offered by the bishops of Flanders cannot be mistaken for a marriage ceremony remains to be seen. Mm -hmm. In their document titled, quote, being pastorally close to homosexual persons for a welcoming church that excludes no one, close quote, the prayer service created by the Belgian bishops is presented as being clearly different to sacramental marriage. But the way the ceremony is to be conducted leaves plenty of room for confusion. Oh, yeah. So you could go and you can actually read the prayer, yes. the opening words, the opening prayers, the reading from Scripture. Yep. Here's a section that worries me. Oh, it big says, time. Yeah. It says, we pray, grant us strength to be faithful to each other <laughs> and deepen our commitment. What? Deepen our commitment to sodomy? Yeah. In yeah. your nearness, we trust. In other words, God is near. No, God's not near people that are in mortal sin. In fact, the Bible says quite the opposite. Uh, God does not hear the, the uh, a person who's in mortal sin, John 9, 31. So it says, in your nearness, we trust from your word. We want to live given to each other for always. We want to live according to your wor word. What about Genesis 19, Sodom and Gomorrah? Then it says, towards the end of it, it says, make, the priest, I guess, says, make their commitment to each other strong and faithful. Terry, 
homosexuality is known for anything but being... F- Hundreds of couples. Yes, let's be honest. What are the statistics of a, 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 a typical same-sex person? How many uh, intimate... Uh, mortal sins do they have with different couples? It's it's in the hundreds, Jeff. Yeah, I've read from as low as fifty to in, into the hundreds of yeah. of a different sexual relationship the, that yeah. they have within within an adult lifetime. Also, I've read recently. You can you can find this on the internet. I, I've read the article where yeah. it says that homosexual so-called marriages have a higher rate of divorce than heterosexual of marriages. Course. So so people are saying, oh, that's the solution. Just let us get married and we'll be committed to each other. No. We already have a high rate of divorce amongst heterosexuals. Guess what? You know who tops that? The homosexual community. Yes. It says, yeah, make their commitment to each other strong and faithful. Anything, but that's, that's quite the opposite of what actually happens. Let their home be filled with understanding, tolerance, oh. and care. No, and I'll, I'll tell you what their home tolerance? is filled with, Terry. Yeah. I've talked to several prominent homosexuals. I won't mention their name, but yeah. every single one has told me that when they were homosexuals, and the actual act of carnal knowledge, you know yeah. what I mean, sodomy? Of course. They've all told me that that during that act, that wretched, dark act, demons would come out of the orifice of their partner yeah. and fill the room. I've heard that from about five very prominent homosexuals who are now Catholics that said, demons fill the room they come out from the orifices of the body during the act of sodomy. Jesse, also, exorcists have had comments about this sin, too. Can you share oh, yeah. some of those comments? Because this is serious sin. Well, I'll go to, I'll go to somebody who's, who's, way, uh, who's a more of a giant than any exorcist. Yeah. St. Catherine of Siena, oh, yeah. by the way, when uh, they had <laughs> some of the hardest cases in Europe of possession, the exorcist would take them over to St. Catherine of Siena, and she would, she would liberate them from demonic possession her powerful prayers of supplication because of her holiness. She was told by God the Father, she's a doctor of the church, so she's not some just like, you know, she's just like not like somebody in the choir in heaven. She's a doctor of the church. She was told by God the Father, and if this is written down in a book, it's called The Dialogue. It's, it's a locu- These are approved uh, locutions by the church to St. Catherine of Siena. Uh, God the Father told her that demons turn away from the act of sodomy demons could look at they could look at any single sin and they do you know they they high five each other they clap they do backflips they fist pump they're happy when we're sinning because they know that we're damning ourselves to hell yeah but the only sin a demon is happy with but he can't look at because it's so dark it's the sin of sodomy yeah and jesse i would also mention that there are solutions to people who have same-sex attraction we had dr duke on, oh, when was that? Uh, this week. I have actually his contact information. If people want that, just call me at 661-972-7872, and I'll put you in touch with a, a medical doctor who's a therapist and a medical doctor who will help you um, avoid the a pitfall of sodomy. That's just, I mean, that sounds like, how do you do yeah. that? Well, it's, it's, uh, there's a faith aspect, and there's also... A, a, a education giving you uh, tools to overcome what I call a, 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 these sinful inclinations. Because you know what, you just because you you have an inclination to have same sex with a male, or if you're when you're a male, hey, guess what, Jess? I have to say no. I'm a married man. You're you're a married man. We have to say no also to our carnal 
actions here for the rest of our life. Yeah, so don't think it's just, we're all called to uh, chastity. So what I'm yeah, trying to convey. We're not picking on anybody. No, we're all called to that. We can't be acting out on our sexual faculties that are not according to our state in life. And just, let me just bring something up that I think you're going to be surprised when I give you this. And this is, again, why do we keep saying, an article from, from uh, LifeSite, follow the science, devout married people experience the most sexual satisfaction than anyone. A male and a female mm -hmm. who are married, like Jess and his wife Anita, like Terry Barber and Mary Danielle, we, this is statistics showing that there's more satisfaction in our sexual life than any other, any other combination. Well, why is that, Jess? Because that's the way God made it, man. That's right. Uh, if, uh, if you want some more help in this area, I would go to, just type in josephnicolosi.com. I just did it right myself. Good. josephnicolosi.com. He's got a website. It's run by his son. He's also yep. a Ph.D., mm -hmm. And it's, an, it's a website offering psychological insight to men with same-sex attraction. Yep. And, uh, and so there's a resource. Here's another resource. It's called uh, CourageRC.org. Oh, yeah. yep. CourageRC. This is a Roman Catholic apostolate for men and women Harvey started. who experience yep. same-sex attractions and those who love them. It's based out of New York. Yep. Uh, and uh, and it's, a, it's, an, it's an orthodox catholic apostolate that that treats uh that treats people for again the the sexual disorder of homosexuality or lesbianism also i would recommend there's a, a video called desire of the everlasting hills desire oh, yeah. of the everlasting hills it's a video by father paul check he's from courage it's a video put out by courage it's such a well done video it's a compassionate video yep. for catholics for, uh, or those living with same-sex attractions. It's called Desire of the Everlasting Hills. I would also recommend, there's another uh, Catholic apostolate, it's called HealingAndPeace.com, HealingAndPeace.com. This is a friend of ours, Thomas Schmier. He's, uh, uh, he, he uses Thomistic principles for Catholic therapy for mental health. It's called HealingAndPeace.com. And... Uh, so once again, I'll repeat those Joseph Nicolosi.com mm -hmm. courage, RC.org. Um, the video everlasting hills.org and also healing and .com. And then Terry also had uh, Dr. Anthony Duke. Terry will give that. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Anthony Duke, just give us a call here at Virgin most powerful. And also uh, we have some other resources that we can give, but just give us a call confidentially. I mean, I know mom and dad have children sometimes who have same-sex attraction. This isn't something that is going to go bye-bye, especially, Jesse, in the culture that we're in right now. Uh, they are actually encouraging us. Matter of fact, if um, a, your kid in school is five years old and um, makes any comment about his sexuality, uh, they, they're not even going to contact the parents. They're going to show them... Uh, same-sex material and try and encourage them. It's okay, you're a little boy, but you probably should be a little girl. See, so they're actually inflating the statistics by telling little boys and girls in public schools that it's okay that you want to be a girl and you're a boy and vice versa. And this is the stuff that your kids are being taught, and that's why I say don't put your kids in public school. Those days are gone. 
Yeah, here's something else just on a very basic practical level that I would share with every mom and dad. Mm -hmm. uh, if you have a kid that's homosexual or lesbian, yeah. uh, of the many other things that we recommended, I would bless them every night. Mom, oh, yeah. dad, I would put my right hand on the top of their head right. and I would say, I bless you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And may the Lord deliver you from any evil spirit. Amen. Simple blessing. Simple prayer from mom and dad that has total spiritual authority as the patriarch and matriarch of the house. Uh, everybody in the house has, uh, again, has the power to receive your blessing because the house is your domestic church. Every article in that house is also blessed by your prayers. So don't, especially, again, if you have kids that are dealing with this issue, I don't care what age they are, go up to them. Or if they're already asleep, just raise your right hand over their bedroom and say, I bless you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. May the Lord deliver you from any evil spirits. Amen. Amen. Simple prayer. Start doing that every single day. Pound away at this demon of sexual perversion that's attacking your child. Up next, Church Militant with the news. What's happening in the Catholic world? Exposing error with the truth of the gospel. And this is the Terry and Jesse Show on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Go to our website, vmpr.org. You can check out all the shows and all the downloads available there. You can also get a Fulton Sheen retreat by going to vmpr.org. Stay with us, family. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. This is our Catholic Internal Affairs segment every Wednesday, <laughs> or, or we can even call it our Catholic Sex Crimes Update, because, uh, yeah, I guess in the words of Cardinal uh, Whirl, that happened decades and <laughs> decades ago not so anybody who listens to church Milton will find out that this stuff keeps pouring to the top like pus yes unlike what cardinal world said hey james welcome to the terry and jesse show what do you have for us hey before you start i want to ask you uh, what nationality is firwa and am i saying it right you know um i th it's it's german but it okay. was Italian, I think Vedoa or Vitoa, something hmm. like that, but then changed to Fidoa, Germanized it. So, so German is, is Got the it. I was trying to figure it out uh, because I, it's a cool, I like saying it. Like James Fidoa, I like saying that name. <laughs> it's it's kind of cool. So, James, what do you got for and us today, right. my friend? So, yeah, uh, we got a big story um, about the CCHD or Catholic Campaign for Human Development, affiliated, of course, with the USCCB. Uh, Michael Hitchborn at the Lepanto Institute has been uh, hunting that campaign down for a while, and he's recovered a lot of good stuff. But the latest is they are giving, shall we say, a large sum of money to a group that has promoted Planned Parenthood, <laughs> issued vile uh, sex ed videos to people with disabilities to you know help them uh, achieve sexual independence or whatever they want to term it as and just a bunch of other stuff have been featured in gay pride parades and you know you you said that we we're the uh internal affairs of the catholic church or the the sex crimes division i actually like the first one better but uh you know we'll we'll, we'll leave that alone but um you know we we've we've get the stuff 
a ton every, every single day. And I had the horrible uh, misfortune of having to watch some of the uh, sex ed videos so I could find different video that we could show. Um, and just so I avoid the the uh, the explicit parts, I should sure. say. And it is just awful what this group is pushing on people, especially people with disabilities. And now they're getting money from the USCCB. I mean, it's just insane. James, let me just mention that uh, campaign is always around Thanksgiving time. And we want to make sure our listeners never, ever, and I mean ever, give a dime to that campaign because we've seen it for the last 30 or 40 years. This has been horrendous because they keep giving money to undermine Catholic morality. So this isn't the first year, but anybody that's given money to the campaign for human development, never do it again. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of people are sort of skeptical to put money in the collection basket at mass now. And that's understandable. I mean, the, the, the amount of financial corruption stories that we uncover that the loads of, uh, of, uh, good Catholic outfits uncover is, is astounding. And, you know, if you if you want to do something with your money, you just got a bunch of money lying around. You want to donate it to somewhere. Well, give it to Virgin Most Powerful Radio, or give it to Church Militant, or you know, someone else like the Lepanto Institute or something. Sure. Uh, just just throwing that out there. You know. No, you're right, James. I mean, we have to support because we do have to as part of the the corporal works of mercy. We've got to support the church. Right. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that that doesn't necessarily mean you have to support the USCCB. And all their Marxist programs that they have. Because, and, and, you know, James, when I was your age, I was your age once upon a time, me and Terry. <laughs> and we would have conversations as young men, like you have conversations oh, yeah. with Hunter Bradford and the other guys. You guys remind me of me and Terry 30, 40 years ago. I mean, <laughs> and Terry, we would ask ourselves, why, are, why, are there, why are, aren't the bishops saying this, this, that, and the other? Why is there silence from our pulpits? Well, little by little... And now we realize that people like Planned Parenthood, uh, people like uh, or, 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 or people like the Democrat Party and uh, Soros and, and Gates and others, they've bought the silence of our bishops, yep. and our bishops force their silence on their priests. There's a lot of good priests, yes. but they force their priests to be silent about these issues. But the bishops, as a body. I mean, there's different ones here and there that's, that jump out, like Strickland and others, say, I'm not playing the game. But the bishops, as a body, they, their silence has been bought. This is classic organized crime tactics. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's really sad to see. I mean, uh, yeah. we, uh, Hunter had a uh, good segment on yesterday about just the, the lack of justice in the country and, and sort of connected it back to the church. Uh, and, you know, brought up uh, uh, Bishop Callahan in Wisconsin, how he handled... Uh, Father James Allman, as opposed to uh, uh, Monsignor Grinder, yeah. uh, formerly the USCCB secretary, it's, it's just yes, it's completely it's astounding. The just yeah. the lack of justice and the injustice that's going on. James, what else do we have coming up on the news tonight? So a uh, a court ruled in favor of a Texas law that prohibits social media companies, these big big tech companies from censoring someone based on their political views. Wow. Uh, I, I don't, uh, it's, 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 it's uh, astounding that we have to yeah. have a law that protects that, even though it's enshrined in the Constitution, yeah. you know, right, your right to free speech. But as we've seen these past couple of years, these big tech companies are just acting like tyrants and, and, and 
saying what's true and what's not true, what's misinformation and what's, uh, you know, information, I guess. Um, so it's, it's good that, that that's some good news right there. Excellent. Yeah. We'll take it. We'll take it. What else do we got? Uh, and a, uh, happy story, or I shouldn't say happy story. It's not really happy, but, uh, it's a, it's a feel good story about a, uh, 18 year old woman mm-hmm. giving her testimony. She detransitioned from, uh, being transgender. Uh, so she's healing from that ordeal and, but she's giving her own testimony in front of the White House, wow. uh, which I think is extremely brave of her to not only go up in front of a bunch of people and give that sort of tell her story, but to go up in front of the White House and do that, uh, especially with uh, you know who probably watching and listening. <laughs> sure. um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely have more on uh, her story. But I think one thing to touch on is that she mourns the fact that the experts that she went to to sort of help her out, uh, their best practices that they recommended were, uh, you know, you go get the go get the surgery, go get the sex change surgery and go take the medication. They, they didn't try to help her away from doing that because it would harm her, but they pushed her towards ruining her body and, and ruining her mental health. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's, it's sad. And we've, we heard that, we've heard that a lot. We played a couple of people on our show that have just taken to social media to just spill the regret that they've felt from, uh, transitioning or, you know, switching their, their gender or whatever they want to call it. Uh, but the, the, the regret they feel and the anger that they feel towards the, uh, again, the, the experts that were supposed to help them through this. Wow. James, you know, something that worries me is that I believe, obviously, you, you know, Terry, we talked about it today, what's happening in Belgium with the Belgian bishops coming with this blessing of homosexuals. Yes. I hope I'm wrong, but I think these 14 pro-LGBT bishops in the U.S., I think they're going to be emboldened by the Belgium document. Oh, yeah. And I think that in their diocese, they're going to say, hey, we could do something similar over here. And I'm just hoping that every Catholic in the U.S. in those dioceses, we have to push back harder than we've ever pushed back before. As yeah. St. Peter said, as St. Paul in Galatians 2.11, we must resist you to the face. Common yes. Thing? Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and it all started with, uh, uh, with Germany. Yeah. They're the ones that started sowing this confusion, and, and uh, Pope Francis certainly hasn't helped. And it's just it's just spreading. We just see it inching closer and closer, like you said, Jesse, closer to the U.S. So we're we're definitely heading for a very, very dark time if if the lady don't step up and do something about it. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, the homosexual agenda is, is it's rapidly advancing. It's already rapidly advanced on society. Now it's starting to advance in the church, and they've got their chief spokesman that. That nobody can, you know, nobody can silence. His name's James Martin. He speaks with the authority of the Pope. And this guy runs from one college to another. This guy is the one that's going to try to water the ground to prepare the U.S. to become the next Belgium. Oh, yeah. Yes. Hope I'm wrong. Well, Cardinal Mueller called him out just this week, and we all know about that. James Martin needs our prayers because he's doing a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. James, uh, let me ask you this. We've got a minute or two. Uh, two things. 
how can people join the resistance groups that you have all around the country that actually feel like they can actually be part of a solution in handling all these crummy things that are happening in the church? Absolutely, yeah. I would send them to our website, churchmilton.com. And right at the top, there's a tab that says resistance. Click on that, mm -hmm. and uh, there'll be a, a sign-up button or get-in-touch button that you can push, and that'll that'll send you right to one of our uh, good guys over at Resistance. So you can uh, talk to them, email with them, and they'll they'll set you up with the right people, uh, send you to the chapter leaders, and they'll get you integrated, and and uh, we can bring the bring more soldiers. And and James, one last thing I like to promote because people don't know about this the resources you guys have when you're like a $10 a month donor, you have constant, you know, catechesis there for the people. Can you share that, please? Yeah, yeah, just 10 bucks a month. Uh, you get not only the news that we that we do offer for free, but you also get all of the, 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 the thousands of hours of, uh, yeah, catechesis. Um, there's our, our great show, where, the, where Did the Bible Come From? Mm -hmm. uh, the One True Faith, you'll just, you'll learn not just about the faith, but the, the history of the faith, where it came from, and, and who implemented it, which is, of course, uh, God. But uh, you'll, you'll learn all that stuff and be able to talk about it with friends and family and, and total strangers who have questions about it. So I would, I would definitely highly recommend. I'm, I'm working through some stuff myself so I can be more fluent on air. But uh, yeah, I, I would definitely recommend. Good. Yes. Well, I'll tell you what, James, uh, Church Militant, you guys can't be accused of uh, St. Catherine of Siena says, we've had enough of exhortations to be silent. Cry out with a hundred thousand tongues. I see that the world is rotten because of silence. Well, Church Militant, you guys can't be accused of being silent, and nope. neither, neither will Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Thanks, James. We'll see you next week, my friend. Yep, you got it. See you guys. Jess Romero, what state should we be living in, brother? State of sanctifying grace. Don't live in a state of mortal sins. Pick up your battle beads, the rosary. Pray them every day. Remember, this is a nine-day novena starting yesterday. The St. Michael the Archangel. Go to Mass as often as possible. Be holy or die trying and flee this corrupt generation, as St. Peter says. And with all the corruption in the church, what are we going to do? Implement the Fatima plan. Reparation. Holy Communion on first Saturdays. All of the Fatima message. She said... Souls are going to hell because no one is there to pray and make sacrifices. Join me and others in sacrificing our lives for the good of the church through our prayers and our sacrifices. May God richly bless you and your family. Stay tuned to our next show coming up right after a quick break here at Virgin Most Powerful Radio.